Welcome to another episode of the Lovers and Things podcast. Where your favorite couple's favorite couple talks, talks about, about the, the things, things they, they love. love. That's us. That's us. It is Tuesday, another Tuesday. It is another you know, we've Tuesday. We've had a day to recover from this weekend. Oh gosh, I feel like we shouldn't tell them what day we record because we have not yet gotten to a good cadence. So <laughs> It's always Tuesday though. Everyone listens on Tuesdays. Is this going to go up on a Tuesday? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, it's Tuesday, guys. Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday somewhere in the world. It's is that Tuesday. possible? It's no. Tuesday somewhere. There are some times where it's not Tuesdays. There, that's yeah. the other six days. That's how the week works. <laughs> but it is indeed Tuesday today. You can only, that's only the like, oh, it's five o'clock somewhere line. It, that's that's the only time you can yeah, use that. I don't think that applies it's to months, years. Days. Day. Yeah. Okay. No, just the five o'clock time thing. Unless really. it was like the day before, right? Because it was like it's Wednesday somewhere, right? Because technically it is Wednesday oh somewhere. Oh God! Awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll dive into that. You know, I'm figuring out how the planet works, y'all. Okay, well, we've been here for thirty-three some odd years. So oh my goodness, that is a figuring fact. Figuring out how that that old thing works. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, but but we, <laughs> we came out of a we came out of a really cool weekend. We had yeah. some visitors in town mm-hmm. that hit us up uh, to hang. Um, but in between that, oh, around that, I should say, we were running the errands around the house as per usual, um, do, doing stuff for the home, purchasing things. Oh, okay. Yes. You we know, because we coming back from the heels of Bahamas. Right. You guys heard about the Bahamas in our last podcast. So we're in recovery mode. Mm-hmm. We're getting our lives together, figure out what are we. Yeah. doing what is this because it's like new year's hap- holidays happen mm-hmm. new year's happen mm-hmm. and then we're overseas mm-hmm. and now we're back home and now we're like okay what does our day-to-day look like what does our home look like yeah and i miss our weekends terribly so it was good this weekend to have a semi-normal weekend outside of the fact that we like rick said had friends come to town on saturday which ended up being an all-night affair yeah actually it was supposed to be brunch was it supposed to be brunch? It was supposed to be brunch. <laughs> well, that that took um, a left. <laughs> you know, it wasn't up to a uh, brunch start when it's at when we met up at five o'clock. Yeah, we met in up the at afternoon. Five. Mm-hmm. So that's not really brunch. At, technically, as dinner, I would say. Yeah. But we called it a brunch. It was for a brunch vibe. And you know, like you know, black people on a weekend in the city, brunch could be any any time right. after two. This is, it really be. <laughs> It's probably the latest brunch. It's but it was giving brunch vibes though. Like the way the way we commit to brunch is notable. Uh-huh. And I feel like it felt like a brunch because of the atmosphere and then like the after effects of it made right. it feel more like nighttimey. The sun was still kinda out. It was. The sun was out at five. We arrived at the location and it was it was really cool. We were in Harlem. Yes. Which I think is notable because we don't often go into Harlem. Yeah, we don't go to Harlem often. Obviously, spent a lot of times in in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Times spent a lot of time in Brooklyn. We do, yeah. Um, and we hang a lot in my favorite part of the city, which is the East Village. Because mm-hmm. Greg you like know, to eat. Got fish cheeks down there. If y'all, if y'all in the city, fish cheeks is good. Fish cheeks is where it's at. But I think while the East Village has a lot of food. Harlem has a lot of culture. Like Harlem mm. is fun. Like the minute you step into Harlem, there's this really good energy. Yeah. And like we were walking to the location, the brunch, <laughs> the brunch slash dinner location, and we passed by a Harriet Tubman statue. Yeah. Harlem is so black. 
And I love that about Harlem. It is unapologetically black in a way that's like uniquely the Northeast. Yeah, it's got all the the streets that, you know, ring a bell. Yeah. 125th. Yeah. You know, Lenox Ave, Mm -hmm. all those. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's that. It's giving Black Ink Crew. (laughs) Black Ink Crew. (laughs) Now we got to rewatch Black Ink Crew. Ooh, love Being like, oh, oh, we be around there. I know where that is now. We be around there. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. Yeah, so you guys know that Greg and I live up north our family and roots are down south so when our friends had come into town we were really excited to see them because we hadn't seen them in so long yeah yeah it's we haven't seen them so long uh was it last summer yeah last, yeah, last summer, summer was last time we saw them mm-hmm. um so it's always a you know a joy yeah uh to hang out with the people our uh our hometown crew yeah um when they're in the city um they hit me up they're like oh what y'all doing we in town and uh, like us guys do, we communicated poorly. Terribly. <laughs> and this is my pet peeve with y'all, okay? Y'all be talking, but y'all don't be saying nothing. So, well, <laughs> well how, do, thing, how do men make plans and y'all don't be knowing what y'all doing? <laughs> I'm I'm economical with my words. Let's just say that in a, in a text. I'm economical with my words. Lord have mercy. Um, so it turned out um, two out of three of us made it. They are on time. The yep. third was completely confused <laughs> and did not even know that it was actually happening, mi- minus the thumbs up that I gave him. Apparently, thumbs up ain't enough. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so, you have to talk to each other. So uh, somehow we all wound up making it there. Yeah. But it's, you know, I think I used to laugh when you used to be like, oh, yeah, I don't, you guys don't know how to talk, whatever. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, right. we don't know how to y'all talk. don't know how to talk. Whereas <laughs> ladies, if we are planning something, oh honey, we know what we're wearing, we know what time we're arriving, we know if we need to have like a pit stop to refresh. We understand if there's going to be an after party. We've looked at the menu, like we do the things. Meanwhile, Greg is like, eh. I, I I thought <laughs> you know I gave them the the time, the place. It's the lack of confirmation that, that, that for me. That was about it. That it's, was, yeah, yes, ain't no, <laughs> ain't no confirmation. Um, but the night ended up being fun either way. And I think the mm-hmm. best part about like hanging out with your friends and things um, is that you guys know each other and have a vibe, and you like you know you get back into the flow, and then the night just kind of goes where it goes. goes. From there, yeah. And that's exactly what happened, and it was so fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it and I so honestly fun. was not expecting it to become a night. Yeah, Dang. I was like, okay, we do brunch at five, back home by eight thirty, mm-hmm. nine. Nah, we catch a movie and go to bed. Nope, that's uh, not what happened. No, we got there, uh, started brunch, and it it was essentially a nightclub. Yeah, that that brunch place. It was essentially a whole entire club that just happened to serve food and drinks and serve afrobeats nonstop. Oh yeah. Which I was 100% here for. Lots of afrobeats, a lot of 90s classics as mm-hmm. well were thrown into the mix. Even some like early 2000s stuff was thrown in there. It was for us. It was for the millennials. It was for us. We're the grown and sexy now. Y'all remember when like y'all used to go out oh, and there God. used to be like regular night and then grown and sexy night and oh. used to be like, "Oh, the grown and sexy, the mm. 30 plus." My God. <laughs> Remember 80s babies 80, used to be like. Yeah, the 80s night. They had the word baby on it. Yeah. Because we were babies at one point. <laughs> we are not babies anymore. They do not say 80 baby. They and like all y'all grown Y'all folks. 80s adults. Y'all 80 retirees. <laughs> yeah. Y'all 80s 401ks. <laughs> your, your 80s y'all, Roth IRAs. Yeah. Ain't no babies no more. <laughs> ain't no babies anymore. We ain't babies no more. 
Then it was the 90s babies, which is, you know, where Lex stands strong. Okay, let's move on. And all of her youthness. Let's move on. (laughs) Let's keep it moving. I'm older than her. Barely. Don't let Let the record reflect. I am older whatever than alexis technically but we're not debating that tonight yeah we'll we'll save that for another day <laughs> um but yeah so we had a really good time we went from that particular brunch slash dinner spot to another spot in harlem that was just a couple of um blocks up and that place was interesting too because in my mind i thought it was going to be like more loungy where there's just like you know, again, I'm used to the South where where you go to like a loungy after hour spot is usually like no tables, open floor, a couple of seats. Mm-hmm. This place was a similar setup from the place that we just left in that there were tables. But this time people were standing up in between the tables yeah. for the vibe. A for like fully operating uh, peak dining hours. Yeah. <laughs> people are just standing around. I've never Such experienced that before people, where they don't have the tables. Yeah, you've got servers running around with plates of food people eating like your elbows about to knock over a drink into an entree yeah it's like a fully operating restaurant slash uh nightclub it was Mm -hmm. bizarre it's very i guess that's how they do it up here yeah i've i have never well actually i can't say i've never experienced anything like that because on the jersey side of things when i've gone out with my zumba friends that's like the lounge vibe but in my mind i'm like oh maybe it's a new jersey thing Mm. maybe like if you go out in new york it's like a club vibe where there's like no it's not it's it's like you yeah and and where well we're used to it's more of a clean break yeah like there is dining and let's say a venue which actually was more rare than anything mm-hmm. that a venue was also dining in the day yes and it's, it was usually just bar all day and exactly. then a bar turns into a a nightclub that's but, true um up here it's typically restaurants that then transition very gradually because you're still eating mm-hmm. and uh and people are listening to music and and all that yeah and that happens gradually and we were there and um but before that it was interesting is i love the the um the finesse that these restaurants are doing nowadays we get there and a camera woman comes up to us and oh, offers yes. to take a group photo and i was like okay you know i'm used to like that maybe that might go on their social media or whatever <laughs> or it might be uh, <laughs> a flyer i don't know something <laughs> But uh, she takes our picture, and then fast forward, she comes back to us with printed out framed photos of us and offers to sell them us, sell us pictures of ourselves. The hustle was so real. Uh, and I fell for it. Yeah. I bought a photo. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh my gosh, how nice. They're taking photos of everyone. But then, like, to Greg's point, they come back, they're framed. They're framed. They're in frames. I'm like, what the heck is Printed this? with a watermark ready to go. And I'm like, this is new age. I have not, I would not expect to also be uh sold some photos. Yeah, we finesse twenty dollars at the pocket. Yeah, this is like the the resort finesse that they did on us <laughs> at, at Bahamar. Like resort finesse. They offered a complimentary photo shoot, which I mean, Lex and I we just couldn't. Yeah, we did that. We were just like yeah, yeah, we'll do a complimentary. And photo the shoot. photos are were they're cute. They're cute, and we wound up buying all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, because that's, why not? Yeah. Um, but I thought that was interesting. And that had also happened to me at one of the Jersey spots. Listen. Oh, really? Yes. When it's I went to brunch with the Zumba girls, um, that's literally what happened. 
They also, did they, they print it out? They took photos, printed them out, put them in frames, and then wow. came around to us. I think it's a thing. Yo, we need, we need to be the first people to bring it out south. I guess so. We just got to get a nightclub first. We just got to get a nightclub first. <laughs> <laughs> to make a $20 per pop we photo. We are now nightlife Scam. connoisseurs yeah. as of today. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. There's so much to learn. You know, it's one of those things where you don't realize how different cultures are until you really submerge yourself mm-hmm. into them because you're like, oh, you know, the way I'm used to doing things is how everyone does things, right? Yeah. Absolutely not. That yeah. is not the case. That's, I guess that's the beauty in travel and <laughs> living is. in different places and whatnot. I agree. But um, I, the weekend was so fun, though. I have to say, I had a blast. We did not get home until like, two o'clock in the morning was it two or three really really early there was a mcdonald's late night yeah, stop we stopped That's at mcdonald's and got fries just fries just fries. <laughs> just fries a large fry just a large fry stood in a ridiculously long line for a large fry mm-hmm. um in a relatively sketchy part of town but that's not the point um and worth then we it. made it worth it and the fries are fresh might yeah. i add oh they were delicious Ooh, baby. yeah and it was um it was a night. It was a night. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. It was so fun. Worth every moment. So, yeah. Thank you, our friends, for coming into town and, and, and showing us a good time in Harlem. I love yeah, Harlem. We when we first were going to move here and I was looking for places for Greg and I, Greg and I to be, um, I was looking at this apartment in Harlem, like uh, a newly renovated place because, you know, Harlem is going through or has been going through for some time at this point. I won't call it straight gentrification, but you know, like the renovations and updating of some of the older buildings. Yeah. Um, I didn't end up going there because I did not like the idea of having to ride the train into the city. Because ironically enough, it takes you longer to get from Harlem to Hudson Yards than it does take from Jersey <laughs> from from Newark to uh-huh. Hudson Yards. Yeah. It was just too much, and then also I was just not a fan of like the metro in general yeah. i couldn't see myself doing that every day and that's kind of how that's we ended up in jersey, jersey yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, not because i didn't try y'all i really did try yeah. commuting over <laughs> over everything commuting over everything baby yeah and um so yeah that's that's been what's going on in our lives yeah since we last talked to you guys that and the fact that y'all i am i am exhausted and you know what it is i think it's because after the Bahamas, I went on a work trip, and after that work oh trip, God. yeah, you did. I, you know, I went directly back into. I feel like I haven't had time to like, you know, exist, exist, and then like I'm back in my training, my my fitness training, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, I'm so exhausted, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny because I pick up and go back out for work on Sunday. So I'm just like, oh, I you're don't back know. on the road again. Yeah, on Sunday, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need a break. Yeah. So hopefully next next weekend. I have a little more pep in my step. Yeah, there's just something about regular life. Yeah. That I was I I just miss because it's been such a <laughs> whirlwind. The it last has. almost since November, since Thanksgiving. I would say since Thanksgiving, it's, it's been all over the it's place. It's been a whirlwind. And today, honestly, I tidied up the kitchen. Yeah. And and like put things away. Mm-hmm. And I just found so much peace in that. <laughs> I and i was like oh this is where i live yeah this is my home mm-hmm. this is why we wanted to live here like you know like yeah. putting everything away seeing the kitchen in its normal state yeah and like being able to like just like be at be at that steady slow moment mm-hmm. of just doing something mundane in your home yep is such a vibe and I, it was actually very very therapeutic yeah it is and it's like 
you know, your home, I think, is supposed to be your sanctuary, your safe space. And so I think when you don't have time to a um, organize and get your home in a place that feels peaceful, which usually aligns with like cleaning and decorating and all that kind of stuff. Uh But then on top of that, if you don't even have time to appreciate that, that sort of work and that sort of peace of mind in your home, then it's just like you kind of feel kind of ungrounded, (laughs) like off center just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and it just sparks the topic we've been talking about with regards to to time and yeah. the luxury of it and how you have to manage it and all that. Yeah. And um and even hearing about the Damar uh Hamlin story. Oh, are when, you guys familiar with this story? Do you want to tell them in case they are not? Yeah, like if you know, January second, right at the top of the year. Uh he's a NFL player. It was there was a a, a game incident where he had a uh, he went under cardiac arrest mm-hmm. after a tackle, and um, you know this guy is living the dream. Like right. he's reached the peak of his of his of this uh, sport, and to see all that just kind of at like almost go get pulled away from him forever. Yeah, um, I bet that kind of is like shocking for him, mm-hmm. and. He's a young man, yes. He's only in his twenties. Yeah, only in his twenties, and you know, fast forward to today, mm-hmm. and he's like recovered from the. I would imagine fully recovered from it because he's he's back on his feet and and is living back to a normal life off of, you know, he got uh, uh s- dismissed from the hospital. I mm-hmm. think a few days later. Okay. And the main thing that really uh, helped his situation was the quick response of the medical staff on right. the field. I have heard and that. And the, uh, you know, the CPR response was uh, was partly responsible for saving his life. Of course, yeah. And so now I just saw a video that he was promoting a uh, Three for Hearts Challenge. What is Three for Hearts Challenge? That he's partnering with the American Heart Association to raise awareness on how to deliver CPR. Oh, how nice. Yeah, it's, a, That's it's a an amazing uh, initiative. Him. That is cool. Um, and the the reason why, his number is three. He's that's that's the number that he plays oh, with. Oh, hence the three three hearts. four hearts challenge, and it um you know basically falls into three steps in this challenge. One, uh-huh. you go to heart.org slash three, and to watch a short video on how to learn how to do CPR. Yep. Hands only CPR. Mm-hmm. And then number two is donate to the American Heart Association to fund CPR awareness uh-huh. and education. Mm-hmm. And then the third part is challenge three friends to do the same. So oh, how nice. Yeah, it's a very important skill to, to learn. I think we should probably uh, take that up and learn how to do hand only CPR. Um, I think it's a very important life skill to have mm-hmm. at home. But I say all that to say that, you know, time is fleeting it is and this is an example of someone who i'm pretty sure at the time his dream became a nightmare Mm. and it reminds me of in a much less dramatic sense Mm -hmm. of the recurring nightmares i had when we got this house and how this house effectively became a nightmare for me subconsciously in some weird way i want to safely draw the line between someone's almost life-threatening injury (laughs) to your dreams about the home but i can see how both could be traumatizing in their own special yeah because you know in life you dream for a lot of things and a lot of times you accomplish these goals yep 
and there's a stark reality of what happens once you get into that into that goal Mm -hmm. and you know we start to see the reality of the 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 good and the bad that comes with the things that we want Mm -hmm. i mean my nightmares was i had this weird subconscious dream of there's this extra part of the house Mind you, that does not exist. Right. The house <laughs> is only so my, big. <laughs> my, the, it's a figment of my imagination mm-hmm. that is in utter disrepair. Like, yeah. it is a hot mess. It's it is, There's leaks. There's damage. And I've just had this recurring nightmare where I just think there's a part of the house that I need to fix. I always thought this was some sort of stress trigger for Greg because I was like, "What? Let's unpack this." There's nothing in what the house about that the house, house is fine. stressing you out that you were having dreams about. I don't like know. This. I was just getting like, I was just thinking that there was more to fi- there was something I gotta fix. There's something that's that's going bad. I think it's partly due to when we first got here, the first year here. You we you have to admit there was it was a challenge from a homeowner's perspective. Why? Um. Three months in, we had the Great Flood. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to continue. That's fair. We came, We went out to dinner one night mm-hmm. uh, with some friends, some new neighbors. Yes, Latoya. And me. we come back home, and our basement is in knee-deep water. That No, not knee-deep water. Come Ankle on, deep. Gregory. A- it's, it's a podcast. <laughs> Visualize with me. Come on, mama. But Follow I mean, me. Deep water. The people are gonna think. Well, gosh darn. How it was a lot of water. water. It, it was, was so much water. It might as well have been needy. No. Can I be honest with you guys? So our basement. Oh, sorry. Here, here, here. I am checking the reality. Okay. Maybe like an inch of water, predominantly no. on one half of the basement, because our basement actually, fortunately has like a little bit of a slope to okay. it. So only like a third of the basement. But on that was, deep end. Yes. It was treacherous. I have never seen this much water in uh inside of a building. I'll let you in have my it, storyteller. Go on, tell the story. It, we come home after dinner, drinking a little buzz, had a good time, mm-hmm. full bellies on full. Lex had her high heels on. I did. Her, I was mopping outfit. in high heels. If <laughs> <laughs> we're back there, <laughs> literally just mopping like in my heels, pulling up water into buckets. <laughs> yeah. Um. That was, I could see how that could be traumatizing. So that's, I, will, I will recognize your that's, hurt there. That's the first incident. <laughs> and then the next incident, I think we had a, a roof leak. We did have a roof leak. We had leak. a roof leak. We mm-hmm. got that fixed, but we had that roof leak. So that's another bit of, you know, one year in, was, this is another thing I'm dealing yeah. with. Then we had the gutters that weren't, that weren't working properly in the basement where was leaking water as a result. Sure. I've been through some things, babe. <laughs> I got a little bit of a uh, trigger warning. Some, some trauma I'm so in the past. sorry. I, you know what? This is the luxury of like me being out of the drama. Because uh-huh. <laughs> my responsibility is to make the house look good. Greg's responsibility is to make sure the house doesn't crumble. So I don't mm. have to deal with any of that stuff. <laughs> so for the longest, I was having that 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 recurring nightmare oh i could see that yeah that makes sense like this idea like something is going to go wrong and i'm going to have to fix it but the dream of buying the house feels thwarted by the fact that like there could potentially be things that you have to like fix in the home yeah but i think that's the the beauty of life and the beauty of chasing dreams and Mm -hmm. leveling up is that life is fair and always it will give you the good it will give you the bad Mm -hmm. so you shouldn't be discouraged by the bad. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and you should always chase those dreams in in spite of what may what may come with it mm-hmm. and I think that could be a valuable lesson for me mm-hmm. as I pursue my personal dreams and yeah. you know there's more for us to accomplish mm-hmm. and with that um there is risk and I but I got to think about there's always risk with everything I do yeah there's so risk. what's why I shouldn't let that risk hold me back from pursuing the things that I want to pursue I absolutely agree and it, that kind of leads me to like this idea I saw it somewhere on Instagram so I'm not the smart person who came up with this but this particular quote kind of resonates with me and it is like it's not even a quote I guess it's just a thought or like a mantra and it's the idea of choosing your hard right mm. and I think that can be applied to a lot of things in life um, but especially as it at as it applies to chasing your dreams and using your time wisely to be able to do those things. But it's this idea of like, you know, there's no such thing as the grass is greener on the other side, because with every situation, with every sort of life moment, there are good pieces of it. There's bad pieces of it. There's easy parts of it. There's hard parts of it. You have to decide what your hard is going to be because the hard is usually the challenging part right so let's say for instance i'll use fitness as an example because that's just where my mind is at i can either choose to to go to the gym and that's hard right going to the gym is hard being consistent with fitness is hard being consistent with what i eat and what i choose to do that that's hard but what's also hard is having high blood pressure. What's also hard is not being able to move the way I want to, not feeling comfortable in my body. Like those things are also hard. So it's like, do I choose the hard um, of not having a fully fulfilled life where I'm comfortable or do I choose the hard that is being consistent with my lifestyle, knowing that it is a lifestyle. It is like a, a life commitment. And it's like, that's like with anything else. Like you can either choose the hard of what may be more comfortable or you can choose the hard of what is um, expanding yourself and trying new things. Wow. But either way, there's going to be something difficult be about something the decisions difficult. you make. Yeah. So I, I, I even think about that when you sometimes look at other people's lives and you're like, oh, the things, how wonderful. There's always a there's always a heart. Right. Right. <laughs> there's always a heart. Sometimes I think about stay at home moms or, or things like that. That's a hard job to some women that's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, like what a dream. Well, that dream comes with, you know, being fully responsible for your home, um, being, you know, a full maybe even a full time caretaker for your children during the day. Right. Um, that hard could also look like you um, putting some of your personal needs on the back burner while you mm-hmm. focus on the home. That's hard. Like that's, you know, that's hard. There are beautiful parts about that. But, but it is, comes with a heart. But it comes well. with heart as well. So I don't know. I guess that's the thing as well. It's like your dreams, you, you keep reaching for them, but know that there's never going to be like a perfect moment where everything is, is all good. As, yeah. There's always going to be a heart. There's a, there's, it's a balancing act. Yeah. Everything, there's a good and bad with everything. Everything. And I've always, you know, I thought about, I used, as I've gotten older in life, older, <laughs> I always thought like, yeah, well, we you are. know, at the end of the day, you're going to work hard. Yes. So might as well work hard on something that you enjoy. And yeah. and that's one of the things that, you know, has unlocked for me over time mm-hmm. is that everyone's going to work hard. Yeah. You know, everyone's going to put their all into something. And why not just choose what it's going to be? Yeah. And by making that choice of deciding what that is for yourself, I think that also leads us into this idea of, you know, being able to really take an audit of your personal time 
so that you can appropriately budget for budget your time appropriately for the things that you do want to commit to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that we've done that from even a home purchasing perspective. Like there was one time in our lives where we were really focused on buying a home. And so a lot of our free time was spent looking at homes, visiting homes um, and things like that. That's no longer part of our time spend, if you will. But now there are other goals that we're looking to reach. And we had a conversation a couple months ago about like, hey, you know, we can't do everything at once. That's like impossible because as nine to five working people, we only have so much time during the day. Yeah. So let's look at our time, our free time and literally budget it the way you would your dollars in your bank account and allocating certain amounts of time to certain goals. And I have found that to be extremely helpful, Mm -hmm. especially now that we are homeowners and there's so much other stuff for us to do to like just maintain our lives. Right. It's like us having been able to budget that way has helped me tremendously like i literally feel like an, a 180 in terms of how i manage my life now it's yeah. crazy it's funny our um how we discovered that <laughs> how did because, we like, come to that what was it it's just it's it's funny but <laughs> so you know how we were, we were avid budgeting budgeters of money oh yeah we were we on are, it we would budget mm-hmm, our money mm-hmm. every month we had annual budgets we had monthly budgets yeah. like we're like we're, we're we're checking in every week we're we're tracking <laughs> our expenses tracking our uh our savings and all that stuff and mm-hmm. and uh managing our our assets and liabilities and we're like yeah we're doing it we're doing it we're reaching <laughs> goals right and they were like wouldn't there be an wouldn't it be interesting if we could do that for our time? <laughs> for, like, and life? <laughs> for, like, you know, living? Because, because, like, man, we don't have enough time. And they were like, what if we budgeted our time, right? And, pew, it, and pew, they were like, well, what, what should we use? What should we? What kind of tool should we use to do that? And I was like, should we use a spreadsheet? Should we use it? And they were like, what about a calendar? <laughs> It was like I'm there's weak. this there's this app. It's called a calendar. It's called Google Calendar. And you like you there there's time there's days on there and time. I mean, we can just like and you put can like it on put there. like you can block off time. Like I could say like I'm working right now. I'm work. This is work. And I could say commuting and dinner. And I could I could like plan my day, my week. <laughs> I could plan the year. <laughs> Babe, well, we found we've discovered a calendar we last year. We discovered Google Calendar. But let me just say. It sounds silly. It does. I promise you it does. But I think the the key takeaway is, though, it's like, you know, I think sometimes, some of us overlook the value of a calendar, right? Yeah, if you use it. If you use, because if you use it, you really do get an accurate view of the time, the free time you have <laughs> to work towards your goals. Greg Everyone's listening like, wow, <laughs> y'all discovered a calendar. But seriously, hear us out, y'all. Yeah. Hear us out. Hear us out. And let me tell you why. As you get a little bit more mature, your life becomes a little more intricate. You don't want to lose track of your personal family relationship career goals. It is easy to get lost in the shuffle and just be doing and doing and doing, running and running in the rat race and not feeling like you're actually accomplishing anything. Right. Because you'll show up to work because there's a clear and obvious thing for that. You'll have dinner because it's clear and obvious. You'll go to the gym. It's clear and obvious. There's a lot of things you'll do. You'll get pulled aside and do things. You'll work on projects. You'll work on init- on over goals. But there is a an accounting of that. That's what we're 
we're highlighting here. Yes, we're we're being honest that in the, of that accounting. Same way you account for wants and needs, yes, and bills and, mm-hmm. and things like that in your your monetary budget. You have to account for that in your personal life as well from your and what you're doing from your in the from more sun up to sunrise. I'm sorry, what it sun up to sunset. Is that the same? <laughs> sunrise yes. to sunset. Sunrise to sunset. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so it was it, it really boiled down to like we'd have dinner at different times and we'd find that the day would get away from us mm-hmm. like oh my god it's already thursday what happened i feel like i haven't done what i wanted to do this week or yeah. or i would find myself doing a hobby a couple of days but then realizing that like oh wow two weeks went by i haven't worked on this in this project i want to work on yeah it's because i was just kind of i personally was just all over the place in my schedule i'll just do whatever i felt like doing mm-hmm. i would use reminders mm-hmm. but that was just like for immediate actions but carving out time to do stuff um is like the difference that i've been starting to do now we've been starting to do because i think you're mm-hmm. using your calendar very much so too yeah and i think for me the way that it, it balanced out for me is that there are key tentpole moments in my life that i'm not willing to budge on those t- things are my time with my my husband and then my time um working on myself and my self time at this point in my life looks like personal fitness. Like it looks like fitness. And so those are the 10 pole moments outside of work that I commit to no matter what. But there were also goals that I had that Greg and I had collectively that I had personally that I wanted to also accomplish. But over time I felt like I wasn't able to do those things or I felt like those things were getting away from me. And it was because I wasn't being honest with how much time I had to actually make those things happen. If I am working from nine to five and then I'm having dinner with my husband for an hour and then I am going to Zumba (laughs) or Mm -hmm. doing for another like where do and in there I have to sleep. I have to shower. I have to like breathe. So in there, where do I have additional time to work on um, my personal projects and things like that? And so I think when I did the accounting, right, like literally putting on the calendar the time that I had free. It came out that I only had six free hours, truly, of I ain't got nothing to do this on a, from between on whole, a whole week. On a, on a whole week. And like during the weekdays, Monday through Friday, it was like down to three. Like two. Yeah. It was like, like two or three crazy. hours. Like I have two hours in which I can I can responsibly, like responsibly yeah. do something. Like in, like you're talking about you are focused, you are yes. starting the activity. Dedicated And time. you can do only two hours in one week. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's and it's the honesty was also you p- putting in time to decompress. Yes, because that was real. Mm-hmm. Like we all need that. I was being honest. I would put my commute in my calendar yes. too. So then I would either say, "Hey," and the commute would also double as decompression for me. Sure. Because uh, I would just zoink out and just like stare out in the window. Like, I think we talked. We 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 established the meat masses. <laughs> yes, it was the that, meat. that was commuting? last week. I meat think. mass. I think so. Yeah. So <laughs> so I was Listen just a lump of meat, <laughs> just on a train. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of my decompress. Mm-hmm. So when I get home, I'm like, when I'm off that train, I'm ready to take on the rest of my hours. Mm-hmm. Um. So you have to be on being honest about that and yes. literally putting in your calendar, decompress uh reading mm-hmm. watching tv mm-hmm. whatever it may be and um doing that also highlighted also support our budget yeah because we would say oh no we gotta cook dinner on these days yeah monday and thursday are the days that were or sunday sunday and thursday are the days that are cooking days yeah and well sometimes they don't go in exactly like that but that's the goal it's, a, it's planned now <laughs> y'all we are 
we are we are now talking we're becoming adults yeah, yeah. we're adulting and we're- i know this is like not revolutionary information but i think for people who are who could probably um, relate to what we've yeah, been through when i feel like the weeks have gone by yeah because it's really easy it's easy to do especially if you are just happen to be like us greg and i are very goal oriented people like we like feeling like we're pushing ourselves and getting things done but when you have those goals and you feel like you're not reaching them it makes you feel bad it makes you feel bad if you look bad and be like man like for me you guys know outside of this podcast I've had so many creative projects but one project I was super passionate about was my nappy glamour podcast but I found that I had to kind of let that go right Mm -hmm. not because I wanted to but because I hadn't like it was always front of mind it was front of mind but I wasn't adequately planning my time for it and being honest with you about what you can accomplish exactly so when it came down for me you know at the end of last year reassessing my time and my goals that is important to me this podcast is also important to me so if those two things are the things that are important to me can i fit them into my schedule when i only have so many hours left the the answer to that was no and so i had to prioritize and be okay with the fact that for where we are in our life right now, this platform, the one that I'm speaking to you guys on, is the priority. And mm-hmm. so I prioritize time to prep for it. I prioritize time to record it, like today. And then I prioritize time to edit it. Yeah. Those are my hours. You booked book those times. I book those times and I'm committed to this goal in my season in my life. When my schedule changes, if I find additional time, if for whatever reason we outsource some of the things that are dedicated to this podcast, I can take up something else. But I have to be okay with at this point in my life, this is what I'm committed to. And that's okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it reduces anxiety because I let go of the things I don't have time for. Mm. Whereas I felt like a lot of the initiatives that I always had floating around, good ideas. Everything's a great idea. Everything's but good idea. I didn't have time for them. Yeah. But I didn't really account for it. I always felt like I wasn't accomplishing enough. Yes. I felt like, geez, time is getting away from me. I don't mm-hmm. have enough time to do my take care of my responsibilities and push the needle mm-hmm. and invest in our future. And yeah. I was getting stressed and, and feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when I laid everything down, put my blocks down and like planned my time and it really was evident to me what I could accomplish. Yeah. And I, the fact that hey, you get off work as you get off of work and get home at this time, you have this much time left. Did you really think you were going to be able to do this on a on a Wednesday? No, <laughs> right on a Wednesday. That's why it never evening. was done. Yeah, because it's not possible. It's not possible. So let's be real. <laughs> yes. And when I carved out the real time, and it really showed me, okay, it put my it put myself at ease. Oh, that's good. Knowing that, like, okay, I have this much time. This is how much I can accomplish. Mm-hmm. So it level set myself to. Yeah in my expectations Mm -hmm. because um and that's where you see them nightmares start going away (laughs) because i'm like look expectations ain't no extra wing of this house that needs to be repaired so let that go let that go and you know what them dreams haven't been back since (laughs) and i love that it's like finding ways to make your life easier and honestly i know some of y'all listening like y'all y'all are trying it but no it really is important i think as it relates to home it also creates space for you to be creative and to think about things um, without anxiety and stresses and really yeah. think things through not clearly. Not feeling like you're not doing enough. Yeah, yeah. And, and and having that free time as well to, like, again, be able to just be yourself, think, and, and just live and be a person because that's important, too. You don't always have to be working towards something. 
Um, but yeah, and I have found that it has allowed for Greg and I to have, you know, great conversations around like where we want to be as a family. And of course, as it relates to all things home, which is why it's relevant to this podcast, because in that scheduling is um, us talking through and thinking through when we'll be able to do certain things for the home, when things yeah. are plausible and, and reasonable and responsible for us to do. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been helpful for us. It may be second nature to some, but Lord knows yeah. it wasn't for us. For those of y'all who haven't, <laughs> who haven't, who just use your calendar app to look at birthdays and put dentist appointments, mm. you can level it up. Yeah. Put your work in there, block it off and start checking it like you check your budget, like you check your bank accounts. Yeah. And budget start your a day, open up your calendar app and see, okay, I got this, that, and third. And uh, you might you might see something change in your life if you weren't using it before. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely encourage it. And then one last thing I'll say before we get into the things that we love related to budgeting our time is that um, I would highly recommend budgeting in time for your, like Greg said earlier, your decompression and or your mental recovery, because that's very important, especially if you're like me and you're a work from home person. Working in your home has its benefits, but one of the bad things about it, it is hard to disconnect and switch off from work into home sometimes. Yeah. And I find myself, I found myself being mentally exhausted because I couldn't like, it didn't feel like I was entering a new space. Um, so one thing that Greg recommended that has been so helpful for me is like every day from 5.30 to 6.30 or 5 to 6, whatever it is, is an hour block that is literally called recovery. And in that time, I do whatever the heck I want to do that makes me happy and refills my battery. Sometimes it's a nap because I need it. Sometimes it's me, um, you know, going for a walk. Sometimes it's me scrolling through Instagram. Sometimes it's me writing down ideas. Sometimes it's me, you know, looking at a new Netflix show. But, like, do schedule in time for you to be a person and do things that make you happy where where you can. Um, because I think that sometimes over scheduling yourself to the point where you don't have space to be you can be dangerous. Yeah. That's why I will recommend that. And it's good to do that in right after high tension activities like work mm-hmm. where you're like really focused for a long period of time where it wouldn't be a good thing to move into another yeah. mentally uh, involving thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's always a good move. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's those those that calendar thing helped reduce my anxiety. That's good, baby. Um, so yeah, like you said, let's dive into the things we love. Yes, the things we love are r- related to budgeting your time. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's like a little <laughs> like water <laughs> or like a shimmery water sound. I think that's the sound effect. Okay, the things we love. <laughs> All right. Are y'all calm? That felt that felt vibey. I ain't gonna right. lie. That felt like a vibe. See, once we get the budget up and we can afford a, a producer, yo, when we, we get sound, have sound effects, effects, yeah, once we have sound effects, y'all know we yeah, made it. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it when we got the <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Exactly. We won't have to do it with our mouths. <laughs> you want to go first, honey, with the things you love? What do you think? Well, I think with regards to um, planning my time and. Uh, and get my life together. Yeah. I think one of the things I love is this iPad mini that I got. Ooh. The iPad mini 6. Love that. It is an amazing device. It's, uh, it's I think, what an iPad, a tablet should be. Ooh. Um, That's a hot take. T- honestly, I, Apple went down this route of making these big-ass tablets that are like 11 
inches, 10 inches, 12. From a tablet perspective, Uh the way I see it, (laughs) considering that I already have a laptop, the small form factor of the iPad mini is has been such a great companion Mm -hmm. it's small enough to fit in like a hoodie hoodie pocket oh i didn't know that is that small it's that small it's like schmedium to me so okay okay it's It's like it's a it's an eight inch ipad i think that's schmedium (laughs) schmedium you know like phones is like what six or something like that yeah so it's like right above and it fits right into spaces it's not cumbersome Mm -hmm. there's no magic keyboard if y'all know if any ipad users those big tablets are just laptop replacements, which makes sense for those use cases. But for home note taking, mm-hmm. walking around the house, content consumption, um, taking it on flights, that iPad Mini has been great. Nice. And, um, okay. I highly recommend it. And one of the apps that's on my iPad Mini is Notion. Yes. And we've it kind of creates systems. You can use it to create systems out of your life. Okay. Um, like like systemize how you're doing things, and and we use uh Notion to uh, manage the podcast we episodes. Sure do. I love Notion. And there's like a workflow in it, and 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 it's it's been very helpful for me. Good. Uh, to get our thoughts out and to get things moving forward, and you have like a queue of things. So Notion has been great. The iPad Mini has been great. But another thing that's helped with uh, just overall, like, now that I'm living a dream, <laughs> um, and with that dream comes nightmares, mm-hmm. uh, I needed something to reduce my anxiety, and that's sunlight. Natural light wow. is super helpful. Just going outside and just just taking that sunlight in the face. <laughs> just like <laughs> please. all of it, all, all, the, all the rays and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Just getting some sunlight, opening up the windows, being mindful about going outside, yeah. and also going don't go like not going outside to think, because we I think all day. Yeah, but going outside to turn my brain off. Ooh, that's and good. just like not think, but instead just exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's one thing I I view as self care, and help with reducing anxiety, and um, all that is just going out and just walking. Yeah. Or just opening the windows and letting that sunlight in and just sitting for a mm-hmm. moment and just taking it. I love that. I think there are some really strong studies, obviously, around this idea of moving the body, um, getting those endorphins going in order to, to improve mood. So I think there's some there's something to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Living some, and existing in the world is important. Yeah, <laughs> and, and turning your brain off sometimes. Yeah, you ain't always got to be doing it. Because we think nothing. all the time, just don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just sit. Yeah, there's value in just being, guys. I know, like, sometimes this idea, like, you always got to be working towards something. Something always got to be, eh, that's that's old. That's played. Sometimes just existing is you give yourself a gold star <laughs> sometimes yeah. for just being. That's enough. Just being. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you you really think about it, you're already working. Mm, you're already doing something. You're already kind of living some aspect of a dream. You've, yeah. you've reached some level that if you look back or look forward at yourself 10 years ago yeah you'd be like i wish i was there yeah and you're you're there now Mm -hmm. so sitting in that that you are enough as you are Mm -hmm. is fine as you propel yourself towards the next chapter in your life of course Mm -hmm. that requires work now yes it does but take that time to just chill i love that very good love anything else not as it 
Not <laughs> and insane. Um. All right. Well, me. So the things that I love. Um. One of the things I want to share with you guys is just like a general vibe setting thing. And I know a lot of my a lot of my ladies will listen will probably agree. But a good candle will change your mood. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I think candles are great ways to to either shift your mood or amplify a mood. Um, and I have been over these last couple of months um, playing around with different candle companies like Boy Smells and Apotheke. And I know I can't get away from Bath and Body Works candles. Y'all can be mad if you want to. Don't care. Um, I love my Bath and Body Works candles. They are A1 and they've actually come out with some really nice um, fragrance profiles that I will share at a later date. But um I just love the idea of candles. Um, when I want a mood that's a little more zen and like neutral, uh-huh. I will do something that's um, that's eucalyptus based, okay. like something that's a little more like calming and stimulating. Maybe even a lavender rose combination. Mm, the um, aromatics. Yeah, but if I want something that is, you know, a little more sultry, almost a little more heavy. Um, I'll usually do something smoky and woody. And to be fair, our house usually smells smoky and woody because I lean more towards those fragrances. So that's kind of like middle of the road for me, like everyday balance. But if I'm feeling kind of down or if I feel like I just need a little pick me up, I do like citrus. Hmm. I love things that are infused with lemon, things that are a little more zesty. Um, so even upstairs in my office, I have a drawer that is filled with like at this point, like I think I have about four up there at this point um, of four completely different fragrance profiles that I will pop in depending on what my mood is. Okay. And I find and that it helps it me office? set the tone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, in the common areas, again, I stay more woody and smoky because I feel like that just feels like us. Yeah. So for common areas, I'll do that. Uh, but my office is in a constant rotation of different profiles because it helps me. Um, mm. So that's a recommendation. There's a lot. Is of there one that you uh, candle that you're enjoying right now that you uh, that has been reliable? That's been reliable. That you've been kind of going for. It's like, oh, let's let's turn this one on. Mm. Let's light this one up. No. No. Okay. I've been in a rotational phase. Yeah, you're figuring out. You're trying to land on something, or you just constant. That's just part of the journey. I'm in a constant rotation at the moment. I usually like, well, for a while it was the bo- the boy smells, um, what is the name of it? Don't make me lie. Um, Cowboy Kush. Okay. I like Cowboy Kush for a very long time. Um, I let that go. And now I'm back to just rotating things through. Yeah. I don't have anything in particular that I love. Try I will out. say, though, one that I, I buy up all the time is mahogany teakwood. Mahogany teakwood. Iconic. <laughs> I don't know what it is about freaking mahogany teakwood. Iconic. Now, I can't do the intense. Have y'all bought the intense? Oh, my God. That thing will be up your nostrils and through your brain. It's too much. But mm. I do like mahogany teakwood. Um, and then there's a Hinoki rose one that I have been trying lately that I that I, I like. Because it's nice and neutral. So maybe okay. that's the answer. Maybe it's the Hinoki um, Woods Rose one okay. that I've been playing around what with. Are the, what are the notes coming out of that one? Rose and wood. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> Directly rose and yeah. wood. Um, and I will link them for you guys as well. So you mm. can take a look at the ones that I've been playing around with. I love with. a good scent. Ooh. love a good scent. Especially on, 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 on a person. On your person. On a person. Like a little scent on your person. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. That's another episode. Yes, we are scent people. Um, but yes, the sheer amount of candles that I go through on a monthly basis uh, is a crime. 
Um, but you know, <laughs> everyone has their things. Um, the second thing we kind of mentioned, and that's the Google Calendar. Again, highly recommend that you use that not only for your appointments and your your work planning, but for your personal yeah, time as well. Grandma's birthday. You yeah. Know, don't, 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 treat yourself. Treat yourself. Put, Put your, your stuff person, on there. Exactly. And then add the appropriate people who need to be informed. Gregory knows when I'm going to Zumba. Okay. Mm-hmm. He knows when I'm training in the morning. It is on the calendar. That's what's happening. That Govern is yourselves need. accordingly. Govern yourselves accordingly. I'll be back when I'm back. It's got, on the couch. You got the invite. Exactly. From five to six, don't expect anything from me. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, so I found that to be helpful. And then to that point, one last thing. Um, I love starting my days with my workouts now. Oh, really? I used to be the type of person who used to work out late. My mom knows this. And, like, she used to, like, be afraid for me (laughs) because I used to go to this 24 hour gym where I would literally go at like 11 at night and just like gym out. Um, but I find now that starting my day early, getting up and going to the gym, I know again, wow, revolutionary. Mm. Darn it. It's revolutionary. Yeah. We've been fighting it for a long time. Adulting. Now we doing it. We're like adulting makes sense. It makes so much sense. (laughs) It makes so much sense. But the reason why is number one, the gym is usually not as busy, so I can really focus on my training. And number two, again, because my evenings are so packed. Again, we've budgeted our time, and I know that my evenings are packed. There's no way I'm going to be able to to get in a whole workout in the evening, especially when two of those evenings are already dedicated to Zumba, in addition to my morning Uh, workouts. Oh, I see. It's impossible. Yeah. Um. So just a recommendation, y'all. I know it's hard to get up in the morning, but I promise you, I promise you, once you get into that routine, it's like magic. You will never go back. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. So those are the things that I love. And Decompress. Um, yeah, take care of yourself, y'all. stress So that you can do the things that you love. Yeah, and like, let us know in the in the chats, what are the things that are keeping y'all up at night? Yeah, what is it? What can you we know, let go in 2023? What, what can we... Uh, you know budget for what is the subconscious bugging you about yeah and how can we fix it with a little bit of time management mm-hmm. one thing that i do look forward to i look forward to budgeting in more time for us to to do more work on the home that'll be exciting oh yeah based on our 2023 home goals we'll be right. budgeting some time to get those done yeah there's so many goals yeah there's so many like when i say goals let me be specific <laughs> I'm so, so many goals. there's so many goals so many what things. there's so many things to do with the house yeah i'm curious how anybody manages their activities lists like all the things they gotta do for the house mm-hmm. let us know is there a way you prioritize you just go off of gut or do you actually have like a method or a process to going through all the projects you have to do in the house let, mm-hmm. let me know because i want to know yeah i'm beginning that the in my mind i feel like it's seasonal you know back home where it was hot all the time you could do home renovations year round yeah i'm noticing now that we're in the northeast that is impossible like there are six months out of the year where it's silly to do anything like exterior wise mm-hmm. yeah so maybe it's like fall and winter is inside. even interior you think so? Yeah, because when you do a lot of interior projects, you start to see that people are coming in and out a lot. Oh, you right. They're cutting stuff in the driveway. You they're right. they're painting things outside. Mm-hmm. Like, and it doesn't lend to that sometimes. Yeah. If it's if it's cold or snowing or unpredictable. Yeah. So we're open to your suggestions, guys. We're learning and yeah. growing right along with you. So those of you who experience seasonality in your homes, how do you actually budget time to get those projects done? I'm curious. Yeah. And uh, 
How do you de-stress? Yes, and how do you de-stress in the midst That'd of that? That would be good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Help us. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> cocktail recipes, whatever it may be. Okay, Greg just wants cocktail know. recipes. He You know. Oh, that's, I'm working on that podcast. Okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> just stay tuned for that one. Oh, man. Yeah, that's all we have for today. Uh, thanks for catching today. up with us. Yes. You know, as always, share the show. But number one, subscribe. Oh, yeah. Again, I have to keep saying this because some of y'all don't know y'all can do that. You can absolutely subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. And it you can even like maybe turn on a notification or something in the app. That'll let you know when we post. Mm-hmm. If you're new to podcasts. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll walk you through this, y'all. Yeah, absolutely. This is a journey. <laughs> we will, yes, because some of you are new to listening to podcasts, and, and thank you so much for choosing to, to do that with us. Um, but there are a couple of ways that you can stay up to date, subscribe, turn on your notifications. And then if you are enjoying us, if you like hanging out with us, you can rate and review us in your platform, Spotify, Apple Music, what have you. So if you have anything nice to say, we'd love to hear it. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> but yeah, that was the Lovers of Thing podcast. That's it, y'all. That's all we got yeah. this week. Keep loving the things. Yes, and keep loving your people. It is so, so important. All right. Love y'all. Love Bye. You. Bye.